0: Hello, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast episode 45 Being an Empath. This is episode two of a series that I decided to start after I recorded the first episode of this series, which was Life as an Empath. Now, I began, I just sat down to rap about life as an empath for a while. And I really realized how much I care about this topic. So I decided to turn it into a series. So I'm going to continue on this topic for a few more 15 minute fill ups about being an empath because i It took me a solid 27 years to understand that I'm an empath and what the hell that means. I used to just think that I was too much and I had too many feelings and I was like just a lot. And also I was so impacted by energies around me and I didn't understand like that there was actually something about this. So... I'm very passionate about educating empaths that they're empaths or people around them. Because what I mentioned in the last episode was I know two moms who have empathic daughters. And when you're not like actually aware that this is a thing, it can be like exhausting. It can be confusing. There's a lot of emotions, a lot of tears and confusion. However, there's another side to this. It is powerful. It is impactful. And people who are empaths are really sent here the way they are on purpose. They have divine gifts and divine purposes in this world. And so when we actually do learn what all of that means, we can begin to enjoy it much, much more, and begin to use it powerfully and begin to feel very purposeful and flourish from an amazing space. So. Although life is an empath, that episode is really meant to tap in and wake people up to, oh my gosh, yeah, I feel that way too. I realized that episode generated a lot of curiosity. I had a lot of listeners reach out like, but what is an empath? (laughs) So this episode being an empath is going to explain a lot more fundamentals and fine tune it. And so I want to start this episode from an excerpt of a book, which is by Dr. Judith Orloff, and the book is called "The Empath's Survival Guide: Life Strategies for Sensitive People." So I want to read an excerpt from this book so that you can begin to um, get a better like, oh yeah, that is me, or that is somebody I know. And obviously, my request is if you know somebody like by hearing this description and as I go on, it. If you know you know an empath, please share this podcast episode and share this material so that we can begin to support the people in the world we know as empaths to begin to unleash their heart because you guys, you, your feelings, your intuitiveness is no mistake. And I want to support anybody who feels this way to use the way they are to empower themselves and the world. And so I'm going to go on with this excerpt again by Dr. Judith Orloff. Empaths are highly sensitive, finely tuned instruments when it comes to emotions, they feel everything, sometimes to an extreme, and are less apt to intellectualize feelings. Intuition is the filter through which they experience the world. Empaths are naturally giving, spiritually attuned, and good listeners. If you want heart, empaths have got it. Through thick and thin, they are there for you. World-class nurturers. The trademark of empaths is that they know where you're coming from. Some can do this without taking on people's feelings. However, for better or worse, others, like myself and many of my patients, can become angst-sucking sponges. This often overrides the sublime capacity to absorb positive emotions and all that is beautiful. If empaths are around peace and love, their bodies assimilate these and flourish. Negativity, though, often feels assaultive and exhausting. Thus, they are particularly easy marks for emotional vampires whose fear or rage can ravage empaths. As a subconscious defense, they may gain weight as a buffer. When thin, they're more vulnerable to negativity, a missing cause of overeating, explored in the book An Empath Survival Guide. Plus, an empath sensitivity can be overwhelming in romantic relationships. Many stay single since they haven't learned to negotiate their special cohibition needs with a partner. When empaths absorb the impact of stressful emotions, it can trigger panic attacks, depression, food, sex, and drug binges, and a plethora of physical symptoms that defy traditional medical diagnoses from fatigue to agoraphobia. Since I am an empath, I want to help all my empath patients cultivate this capacity and be comfortable with it. Empathy does not have to make you feel too much all the time. Now that I can center myself and refrain from shouldering civilization's discontents, empathy continues to make me feel freer, igniting my compassion, vitality, and sense of miraculous. This is such a wonderful explanation that I really felt like Dr. Judith Orloff says it so well that I just really wanted to bring it to you because if you listen back to that, it's like, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's so powerful to just understand that who we are as empaths are sponges I want you to also consider like energetically, if you know the chakras, our root chakra isn't as grounded as others. So the root is the base where our reproductive organs are, and it's the way that we ground ourselves and empaths aren't grounded as much as other types of people. And so we are a little bit more floaty. Meaning, if we are in the midst of negative energy, we begin to absorb and feel and then radiate negative. If we are in positive energy, we absorb, digest, and radiate positive. And so, it is so incredibly important for an empath to learn a few different skills, which I'm going to cover in other um, episodes in this series. So, I will begin to teach you more and more about what, like, how to empower yourself in tools and strategies like shielding and just putting yourself into positive energetic spaces. But for now, I really, again, just want to tap into what the heck it means to be an empath. So based on that explanation from Dr. Judith, look at the fact that you feel for people. And one other way I want to separate this in this episode is the difference between empathy and sympathy. And so there's this little cartoon that is perfect for the difference between empathy and sympathy. And in this cartoon, there's this guy sitting at the bottom of a well and it's dark down there and he's all alone. And this other character, cartoon character, comes along and looks down. And from sympathy, the character at the top of the well looks down and says like, whoa, it looks really scary and dark down there. I feel really bad for you. And he, he sympathizes. Like, he gets that that other person or other character is in a tough spot, a dark situation. He's lonely. Like, he sees it. However, he sees it from afar, and he stays where he's at. And so that's sympathy. Like, ah, shucks, tough for you. But in the, in the cartoon for empathy... The the character at the top of the well actually drops down a ladder, gets down the ladder and like hugs the other characters like, oh, wow, it's really scary down here. (laughs) And that cartoon has stuck with me forever because we as empaths, we actually emotionally put ourselves in someone else's shoes, we feel their feelings, we experience their experience, and it, we take on their grief or sadness or whatever it may be. But like the cartoon depicts, we put ourselves in wells of emotion that we don't actually belong in where we feel feelings that don't belong to us. And right now I just want to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Because if you're an empath, like me recording this right now, my heart is like heavy. And so just like get that, sorry, you could probably hear my mama's dogs barking outside. so. I'm home in Indiana for the holiday and you better believe I am absorbing tons of energy outside of me for this holiday. And I imagine that you probably did too. And I want you to just come here with me right now and like breathe out, like wherever you feel your anxiety or wherever you feel your sadness and whenever you take on some, like my chest is very heavy right now. And so like, breathe it, breathe it out and get that this is all like could switch in an instant. Because if I start raising my vibration and I start smiling while I talk with you and I bring you into a sunny light space. If you actually lift your chin up and you look higher than your eyes glare, like higher than eye level, you can actually begin to experience a lighter experience right now. You can shift out of an empathetic, like well, right now. Because as empaths, we take on others' emotions. And here's where I wanna shift it, right now into this is your superpower is that as an empath, your ability to feel someone's anything gives you the, gives you your passion. If it doesn't overwhelm you, it actually excites you and empowers you and drives you. Like the fact that world hunger pisses you off and makes you sad is what drives you to start a cause or a movement or a mission or a business or write a book about it. It, it. it drives us to study and learn so that we can solve this problem. My empathy drives me to feel for people who are living in a prison of thoughts and in, in, a, in a space where they like don't feel good enough or they feel like something's wrong with them I have a very very deep commitment that you get that you are perfect and you are whole and you are complete and you are Divine and you are a gift and I just want you to breathe in the fact that you have everything you need to live a very full Life of self-love and self-celebration and what you are here to do is use all of these feelings and your ability to absorb and your ability to put yourself over there in someone's experience and your desire to alter that experience and support people in living full, abundant, loving lives and that includes for you but our empathy puts us over there with others and my commitment to you is that when you understand what it means to be an empath that it empowers you to love yourself more fully and live yourself more unleashed so that you may make a difference with the gifts that you have because the gifts that you have are not a curse they are not dreadful, and they are not your downfall. I love you so much, and I want you to listen to this again and again, and I want you to share it so that you remember anytime time you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious that you are perfect. And as I carry on this series, use this as your tool to develop your empathy into everything that you are, everything that you crave and want to be. And my invitation for you right now is to become more mindful of the energy spaces that you exist in and to intentionally create positive, nurturing energy spaces so that you may begin to flourish. I love you. Live out who you are so that you may live the life you love. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like a wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator Abigail Gazda turn that dream into a reality and they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality.